These days, there are countless ways to watch films. Smart TVs, computers, phones. But nothing will ever top seeing a film in a theater. This week, we get together to discuss our favorite theater-going experiences. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Ryan. Joining me, as always, we've got Cameron here. Cam, what's good with you, buddy? Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of stressed out right now. Um, I just finished. I've tried to watch this movie probably about four or five times, and I was unsuccessful every time. But I finally just watched Uncut Gems for the first time. Oh no way! I didn't know that's what you were watching. Yeah, that's why I I just finished that movie, and oh my god, what a ride! I think the final half of the movie I was literally standing up for. It's intense, uh, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, imagine uh, seeing that in the theater. Like, everybody's just on the edge of their seat the whole time. I'm like, imagining it, and I'm imagining me going to go with Joel, and then <laughs> I cancel on him. That's how I'm imagining You don't have to that imagine goes. that. That actually happened. That's so. true. That is what happened. Joel is also here, of course. Joel, what's good with you, man? Uh, Yeah, that was my first thought right away was, I was like, what do you mean you're imagining going and seeing it? It better be imagining that you were sitting next to me because <laughs> we were supposed to go together. Um, yeah. Hi. How's everyone doing? <laughs> What's up, bud? That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all he's got. Um, well, Joel, why don't you tell the folks listening at home what we're doing this week? Because this is not our normal episode type that we're doing. No, this is not. So we're throwing a little special episode in here this week. Um, and the genesis of this was kind of Ryan and I going to see Fast 9 last night. Um, so this week we're going to kind of discuss amongst the three of us some of our favorite movie going experiences uh, in our lives. And that could be, you know, going to see something at a special theater or, you know, great audience reactions, whatever it may be. Just talking about some of our favorite experiences of going to a theater. So do you I don't think... Do you want to start with our experience last night? Yeah, we can definitely start with our experience yeah, last night. Yeah, let's do night. that. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, go uh, ahead, Joel. You run this down for everybody. Yeah, and should I start at, like, the beginning? Start at the beginning, yeah. A so, very good place to start. So, first of all, Ryan and I were trying to get tickets to go see this. We're seeing Fast 9, by the way. F9. I think I said that. F9. 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 <laughs> for those F9, of you playing at home. The Fast and the Furious Saga. Or what is it? No, F9, no, the Fast F9, Saga. the Fast Saga, yeah. <laughs> um, so... We were trying to get tickets to this at the uh, Universal IMAX because it's the only true IMAX screen in Los Angeles. In LA and County, yeah. it's also right next to Margaritaville. So we which couldn't get ho- those. Which is our home <laughs> office. For yeah, those which is our new office. Um, so we couldn't get those. And so I'm like, hey, there's a time over at the AMC Burbank 16, which is a classic Burbank movie theater. One so of three. Like, yeah. So I was like, all right, let's do this. So we got those tickets. Fast forward. I'm getting huh, out of fast. What time uh, is it? What, before you move this? Hold on. Hold, what time? Are you, are you going to oh, it? Okay. It'll, it'll be included. Sorry. It'll be included. Okay, it'll be included. Okay. okay so good. fast forward. It is it is 530. I'm supposed to be getting out of work. And they're like, hey, we're going to need you to stay a little longer. Like, is that okay? I'm like, I have movie tickets at 730. As long as I'm out of here by 7, I'm, I've got time. They're like, all right, sounds good. Or, I'm sorry. I was getting up at 630. Out of here by 7, I'm fine. Cool. 545 comes around. I'm out of there. <laughs> Run back. Change take off to the movie theater and i had not eaten since lunch so i was like oh man i'm so freaking hungry i really wanted to go to ike's and get a sandwich because i've been thinking about ike's for like a week oh, yeah. and i didn't because i was like i gotta go to the movie like i'm parking and it's like seven o'clock and so i text ryan hey i'm here that's when i started going live for the first time 
and go over to the theater. We get our tickets. We walk inside, and it's 7.15, and I don't remember what exactly Ryan said. Oh, he was like, are you going to go live again and let everybody know that we're here 50 minutes early? Yeah. I was like, I was like, what do you mean? We're here 15 minutes early. And he was like, no, 50. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, the movie starts at 7.30. He's like, I'm pretty sure it's 8. And so I take out my ticket, and it says 8 o'clock. And so that whole time, I'm starving. I, you know what I had for dinner last night, Cameron? Two medium cups of peach Fanta and popcorn. Mm. That was my dinner. Did you mm. not eat after the movie? Why didn't you get... I did when I got home. Oh, Why okay. didn't you get some of the AMC food? Ryan loves I, the AMC everyone, food. That's not Everyone true. says that. Um, Don't I don't you know. I just wasn't feeling it. Don't you always get the chicken sandwiches when we go? No. I, Who I've, gets never, the ch- okay. I've never ordered those. I would those. have sworn someone I, go, I went with ordered... It's it not was, me. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm a popcorn through and through guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we're waiting there for the movie. If it didn't start for 50 minutes, why didn't you go to Ike's? That's because <laughs> I I was like, can I leave? And Ryan was like, I don't think so. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I can, but I didn't want to try it. Um. Anyway, so we're waiting in the theater, and this man is running laps around the movie theater. <laughs> if you watched the live, you saw him run one of his laps. But I don't know what this guy was doing. He was like literally like halfway sprinting um, around the movie theater. So that happened. Then Ryan and I were like, uh, let's go ahead and head into the theater. <laughs> we walk inside, and it's like 7.20, 7.25-ish. I forgot about this, yeah. We walk into the theater to thunderous applause, and I'm like, oh, what happened? Like, they started the previews really early, and then we look at the screen, and Ryan's like, no, 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 this is the previous showing. It just finished. And we literally walked in, like, right when the movie ended. So that's why, like, as soon as we walked in, everyone started clapping. <laughs> and so we left, um, and then we were just hanging out there for a little bit. We were on the live again. And then we went over to McGuffin's. Yeah, we went over to McGuffin's and didn't get something to drink. We just Um, looked at the menu and saw how crazy expensive everything is. Yeah, seriously. It was like 14 bucks for a drink. That's about average for LA. That's cheap for the movie theater, considering you have to pay that much for a popcorn and a soda. Yeah. But we, I feel like we waited a long, like this is no diss on the people working there, but I feel like we waited a long time to go in the theater. Like they were cleaning the theater from like 720 and Cameron, you you might be able to be like, oh, well that's because, but like it was like 730 and they didn't let us in until like 750. That's crazy. They had to literally shut the doors to stop people from trying to Yeah, because everyone was trying to go in and sit down. Um, And then, and then we sit down. Um, if you didn't already hear this from me, I've said it like a million times. The only reason I went and saw this movie in the first place is because I wanted to watch the Jurassic World trailer. And I and only went so he wouldn't have to go by himself. Which would have been fine as well. Was it just you two? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> yeah. We saw a bunch of people that we knew We saw a bunch of people but... we knew. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But we were sitting in the theater and the screen's off and Ryan's like, I just heard. And I could tell he was being genuine. He was like, uh, I heard the guy say that like the projector's not working right now. <laughs> He was like, which is the way I said it though. Definitely sounds like it's something that I would do to just fuck with you, of right? Course. But um, yeah, man, I heard that the projector's not even working. We don't know if we're gonna get to see it. Like, who knows? They have no idea what they're gonna do. The IMAX like, team has to fly in and come fix it. <laughs> fly in? They're like down the road. Yeah they, yeah, they fly in. They take the cop, the helicopter. The and he was like, yeah, they said it. It should hopefully be up like by eight to start the movie at eight. And I was like, if I don't see this damn trailer, <laughs> and I turned to Ryan and I said. If I do not see this trailer, you might see me ask for a refund for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was ready for it. I was full on ready for it. But we started here. Like, it was dark. And you could, like, tell they were playing stuff, but you couldn't see it. And Maria Menounos was like, oh, thanks for joining us, Turd Newfie. And I was like, damn it. Like, when, Maria, <laughs> when Maria comes on, you know you're about to start. So. I was like, damn it. 
And so, anyway, picture goes up. I get to see the trailer, and then we watched Fast Nine, and I, that I just, don't just breeze over <laughs> How the, is the Jurassic trailer? World trailer. Oh, How you want me to talk about the trailer? I, yeah. Is it, is it online yet? Uh, I don't no. think so. No, not yet. Um, I'm not gonna I go. If, and, I don't know if this specific one is going to go. Online. I don't think it will. I think it's gonna be sort of like the Tenet prologue type right. stuff. And I'm like sure with I could probably Dunkirk. Find, like, find yeah, like I, it's gonna yeah. be like Dunkirk's where Dunkirk's was like what, like seven a seven minute scene. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Both Dunkirk never... and and uh, was Tenet. it was it good though? Yeah. So it was good. I I was talking to a mutual friend, Eric, uh, future guest, Eric, and well, let's not jump the gun. I don't know. Uh, so, I was talking to him, and I was saying, like, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not going to go into details about it, but, like, yeah, we don't just asked you it. to. We uh, don't want to spoil uh, it too much. A majority of what you see is, like, just basic footage of dinosaurs. Yeah. It's, like, um, lame, it's like souped up lame before time kind of stuff. Which I told him, like I was, B-roll. like, yeah, Pretty yeah. Much, yeah. And I told him, like, what I liked about it was, like, the dinosaurs looked so good, and you know that's yeah. not the final render. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can only imagine when it, when it comes out in theaters, the, t- like, the, the T-Rex, final render. The T-Rex looked great. It looked amazing. It was incredible. You could actually see, like, the individual hairs on the T-Rex, which many people don't know that they have hair. Yeah. Um, it was birds. crazy. Yeah. It um, was crazy how good it looked. And then, then we transitioned it goes to, to another half. scene. Um, it's and just two in that scenes. Scene, yeah. That scene was cool. I have my concerns with it. Here, quick quick spoiler. Quick spoiler marker. If you don't want to hear this, skip to like maybe a minute later. Um, But basically this scene, they're showing the T-Rex being chased down by a helicopter. And the T-Rex gets chased through a drive-in movie. Mm -hmm. And what kind of like bothered me a little bit was that all these people jumped out and like were running away and the T-Rex was not phased by it. The T-Rex didn't try to bite at anybody. The T-Rex didn't attack anybody. And granted, I understand it's being, you know, hunted in this moment, but I'm just concerned that they're going to like start nerfing the dinosaurs too much. Like we kind of saw in Jurassic world, like he can train the Raptors and all this stuff and, and whatnot. And like, okay, but I'm just concerned that like, I don't know. It's well, I think part of that is that, when the original Jurassic Park came out, this was like the first instance of dinosaurs being in the real world again, mm-hmm. even though it was just contained to the islands. Whereas now it's been, what, 30 years since that canonically, pretty close to that. It's like people like people have had time to get used to having these creatures in the world. So, Well, Wait, that's what I was say is been in the world? there's a I mean, there's been, a, the first movie came out. What almost like in, twenty some years ago? In ninety three, right? So oh, oh, yeah, almost gotcha, thirty gotcha. years now. Um, no, what I was gonna say is the uh, there was a short film, and sorry, whoever was trying to avoid spoilers, we're still going. Um, there was a short film that they released a while back that takes place between Fallen Kingdom. It's and the one Dominion. we talked we about. We talked about it. We talked on our second episode. We talked. Yeah. About it, yeah, and in that one you know, they're kind of like used to being dinosaurs. Like they see like the, the triceratops or whatever it is. And they're like, Oh yeah, like that one's fine. And then when the carnivore comes out, it's like an Allosaurus. Then they're like, Oh, like worried about it. You know? So it's like, they're definitely already used to dinosaurs being around. And I don't know if you noticed this Ryan, but like towards the end, when it just starts showing like a bunch of like fast cuts of different things, there were pieces of that short in the, in those cuts. I I thought I saw that with like, cause like they're at like the campsite. Who's directing this one? I believe it's, it's Colin, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so Benet they pulled a Disney. On, yeah, yeah Benet is not on this one. They pulled a Star Wars start with one director. 
Well, once Trevor, Trevor wasn't going to direct this, but once he got canned, yeah, because remember we talked about this because you guys thought it was a concern and I didn't think it was a concern. Um, I only think it's a concern because we just saw it happen with another franchise and it didn't work out that well. I wonder if they had planned this one out. Probably not. No, because I think Trevor out. The only reason he's doing it is because he got canned off of Rise of Skywalker. They had to have at least had their plan yeah. after the second one. You would like to think so, but no one knows for sure. It yeah, seems like true. they were always heading to this plan of the dinosaurs being in the real world. Um, Which again, that's fine. Like I'm okay with that. I just don't want it. I, I don't know. I don't want to jump to conclusions. Like I, I still have high hopes for this, and yeah, I really do think it's going to be good. We haven't seen enough to really gauge what this movie's going right. to be, but it sets the tone. That I think the movie's going for, which is dinosaurs are now in, they're like, ev- they're a part, they're of, part our of everyday, everyday life. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. It's no different than going to the zoo and seeing a lion or seeing like a, you know, if you're in like the African safari, seeing animals in the wild. Like it's no mm-hmm. different than that at this point. Gotcha. That's what I get. That's what I gauge from the end of Fallen Kingdom and what we've seen footage wise yeah. so far gotcha. between the short film and this trailer. That's what I think they're going for. It was an interesting choice that you don't see any of the main cast. The, car- in this. the cast, You don't yep. see anybody. Um, and that's the point see- that Eric made was he was saying, you know, if we're trying to get, like, especially fans, like, hyped up yeah. for this movie, like, especially after Fallen Kingdom, like, to not show any cast members. I, I mean, yeah, you know, showing, showing Owen Grady and Claire Deering doesn't, won't do anything for most people. No, you show showing, Alan Grant. Showing, showing Alan Grant and Ellie Stadler and uh, Sattler. Ian Malcolm. Sattler, yes. Ellie Sattler and Ian Malcolm. Would do something, but we also have to remember this movie's not coming out for an entire year. Yeah, so I don't know. I I I was happy with it. I'm glad I went and saw it. I yeah. won't say I was blown out of the water with it or anything, but it was, you, it was good. Would you say it was the best part of the showing of everything that we saw? That night? I mean, I mean, it was probably my favorite part for sure. I can't I mean, imagine that Fast was a good movie. It Joe, was not a good movie. I loved it. Yeah, it's the prototypical popcorn movie. You just shove popcorn. Yeah. You just you just go watch this and like and again, this is why we're talking about this episode or we're talking about this topic this episode is because like I walked out of the theater and I told Ryan I was like that was such a fun theater experience and yeah. like especially cuz like I mean I I went and saw Tenet in the middle of the summer. So like it wasn't like I've been away from food theaters yeah. for that long. But uh I don't know, it was just really fun because like is that, I was your, fir- my- that was your first time besides Tenet though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was telling my Wait, dad, like... was the only movie that you'd seen in theaters since the pandemic? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know um, And I told my dad, it was like, whether people were there enjoying it, like, sincerely enjoying Iron- the movie, or they're enjoying it ironically, like, everybody was having a good time. People yeah. were laughing. People were, like, like gasping. Like, <laughs> like not, yeah. like, gasping, like, in shock, but gasping, like, a, oh, my God, type moments. People were, like, clapping, like... It was such a loud and interactive audience, like with the screen. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's gotta be cool. Yeah, I think, um, like, I think of all the things that I've seen since I've been back. I think this was the third or fourth movie I've seen in theaters. This was by far the best time I had in the theater because the movie's so outrageous. But you have to know what you're getting into with these Fast and Furious movies. Like, once they like completely jumped the shark in the last one in eight. Um, <laughs> Try like five <laughs> no but like like it well it gets it jumps the shark multiple times basically because like it goes from like it's all about street racing in the first three mm-hmm. and then the fourth one they become like they Family. Come, become like well not Family. only, not only like, joel uh just started a clap 
when they said family <laughs> for the first time in the movie. No, no, it wasn't it. the first time. It was it was towards the end. There's a, a a young Dom Toretto is in this movie, and he says it, and it's like. I took that as like, oh, this is the first time oh, Dom yeah. ever said that. Yeah, we don't want to spoil anything about Fur- uh, Fast Nine or whatever they're calling this, but a quarter of the movie is flashback scenes. Yeah, so, which <laughs> nobody nobody saw coming. It's the first time they've ever done that, dude. I I still wanted to talk to you about something. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, it's yeah. We don't want to give away anything in that movie because I would imagine that a lot of people are going to see. It. A lot of people have seen it already. It's the highest it's, grossing for opening. It's going off. I'm not going to see it. Started. Well, I figured you wouldn't see it. No. I saw but. Fast, I think it was Fast 6 or Fast 7 that I saw. I can't remember which one. but I... um, 7 is great, and 5 is great. 4 is terrible, 6 is terrible, 8 is which terrible. Which is the one where he fights Shaw with the giant wrench at the end. That is... Oh, you're thinking of Walking seven. Tall. No, that's... <laughs> I think that, wait, that is... 6? I'm thinking. Um, 5, it, they're in Brazil the whole time. Yeah. 6, they fight Owen Shaw, which is... Uh, um, yeah, I think it was Shaw's put, first movie. Well, there's two Shaws. There's oh, Owen. The, there's what? There's Owen Shaw, which I swear was to God, uh, this thing's so convoluted. So Owen Shaw's Luke Evans's character, which was the one that was Paul Walker's last movie. That was seven. Okay, that's the one I saw. Yeah, and Deckard Shaw, which is Jason Statham's character, is in seven. Um, and then neither of them are in eight. Oh wait, no, that's not. Wait, that's not true. Um, no, they're both in eight. Actually, I made that up um yeah so uh the only shaw in this movie is helen mirren but you see that in the trailer wait so. what she's a shaw yeah she's their mother this movie's this series is crazy <laughs> it's it's bro so dumb. i literally it's i don't like know if you saw um, i i soap operas i wrote a uh a letterboxd review for the first time in my life wait, did you really um, yeah i did i wrote a review for the fast nine go someone go read it out loud right now i'll do it i got it I'll no it. yeah all right cameron you can do it then okay I had no clue what was going on, and most of it didn't make sense. Loved it. <laughs> that you was it. it. You gave it three stars. I yeah, gave it three stars. It. I gave it two and a half. Yeah, I, it was it was close. I probably could have gone to two and a half. Joel, <laughs> um, tell every tell everybody in the audience how many previous Fast and the Furious movies had you seen before we saw this. One. Which I saw one, the which, first yeah. one. The which very one? first one. I've seen, like, flipping through channels when TNT's, like, showing you, like, oh, Father's Day, Fast and Furious, Super Sunday. And it's what like, what a way to spend your Father's Day. And I see, like, you know, clips here and there. Um, all I know is Gal Gadot's in them. So I guess I got to go watch them. Yeah, she's um, in she's in three of them, I believe. But yeah, so I had no, like, it's funny, for having not seen them, I kind of knew a lot of the lore. Yeah. Um. There was a lot of stuff that was like, oh, I know, I know about this character. I know why this character's here. I know who this character is. That being said, there was a lot of things that happened that I was just like, they cannot possibly get crazier than this. Like saying that, knowing that they are going to, and then like a minute later they would take it like a step further. I was like, oh, this happened. We should we should move off of this movie before we give something. Yeah. Away. But I, I was gonna do, say I do want to say like if you're a big Fast and Furious fan and you've been waiting for something in particular to happen in these movies, it happens in this one. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. And that's, that's all we're going to say about it. Yeah, so, um, um, yeah, but, we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> Is that you actually trying to do a hard out? Or just... <laughs> no, I just had that on standby like, since <laughs> the beginning of the episode. That, that's ridiculous. I don't even know what that is. That's um, the Eric Andre it, thing. Right? You should. <laughs> it's the Eric Andre thing that says we'll be right back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. 
um, let's just keep going. Yeah, who cares? Um, but the reason the reason this episode kind of lined up. Uh, well, well we us, we didn't do the synopsis. There is no synopsis. The reason why we gathered you all here today. Yeah. No, it's because like that was a fun theater experience. Like Joel mentioned, like the audience clapping and all laughing together. Like that was, that's why you like to go to the movies is to experience films that way. Mm. So we thought that it would be fun to talk about some theater experiences, talk about going back to the theater, all these things that we enjoy as three guys who enjoy going to the movies. Um, what I think we should talk about first is you guys remember when we first launched the show back in November. We were getting everybody prepared, and we told them a little bit about ourselves, and we told them our favorite theater experience. That was one of the questions, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that to start things off, we talk about those and go a little more in depth. Yeah. Um, And I believe you two picked the same movie, but I I don't think... I believe we both did. I think you even picked the same scene. Um, Oh, I didn't pick a scene. I don't remember. I had a scene. I mean, that whole movie did it for me. But... So why don't why don't you two go first and you can kind of just trade? Oh, back Cameron and forth. picked a scene. I picked. Can, yeah, I picked a yeah, scene. You two like kind of go back and forth with this one, um, and then I'll come in after that. Cameron, go first because Ryan and I just talked to time. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys want to sh- fuck shut up. So um, no, no. <laughs> All right, I'm well, I'm gonna. I'll step away for um, while he talks. <laughs> no, I mean the <laughs> Ryan. We're gonna see just some random guy stand up in the say, back. Yeah, I was gonna say your friend there. <laughs> Um, oh nice shirt wow what shirt is it it's a greendale community college shirt oh nice i did you know there's so there was a there was a high school and a tour once and they they were greendale and i said oh you guys like the show community and they just looked at me and i said (laughs) all right let's talk about something else (laughs) um cool but yeah no so obviously the movie we're talking about is interstellar um i mean I know we've talked about it before, but there are many, I mean, that entire movie is really such a, such a trip. Um, it's absolutely excellent. And I mean, it's, it's gorgeous. It's well acted. It's, um, you know, the, the plot is, is incredible. Uh, and we've talked, we've talked about how emotional it is, which is almost a rarity for, you know, Christopher Nolan films. Um, and all Christopher Nolan films have sequences that just, you know, make your jaw drop. And there are going to be multiple of them in every movie. Um, I mean, the docking sequence in this one is another mm-hmm. you know, great example of just, you know, and this movie was full of sequences, just like all of his movies are. Um, but I, I, for me, I mean, you know, the the planet where they land on and they're like, Oh, look at the mountains. They're like, those aren't mount that those aren't mountains. And it's the giant wave. And, you know, as they ride the wave in the theater, the bass in the background is just like crashing. And I'm just like, yeah, literally feel myself holding onto my seat, like back, like trying to hold on for my life kind of thing. Um, I mean, I, I, I will never forget that. And then like literally two minutes later, it goes into you know he's he goes into viewing these videos of his daughter who you know because time passed so much faster on the planet he was just on and he's watching her grow up in front of his own eyes her losing hope for what for him was a couple minutes was you know half of her life and just seeing you know matthew mcconaughey's performance as he's you know obviously obviously just completely 
Is this uh, the part? Destroyed. I don't want to interrupt you too much, but is this the part where he just starts like uncontrollably crying? Yeah, it's happens? the one that always gets memed on. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean the first time in theaters, and I still do. I still like it. This is one of the parts in movies that always makes me tear up. I don't know, but it, every single time, but especially that first time. Because, um, you know, it, it isn't expected in a Christopher Nolan movie to get, you know, relatively, you know, uh, not even relatively, but like very emotional. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget um, the, uh, as far as like the movie itself goes and like my personal experience in a theater. I mean, it's interstellar 100 percent. Yeah, I mine is also interstellar um going back to what ryan said we both picked interstellar when we were first starting the show i saw it at groman's in 70 millimeter and 70 millimeter print uh, imax print and it was the first time i'd seen a uh, 70 millimeter print so i was very excited about that and i remember i actually just watched it the other day i remember seeing that very first trailer for interstellar and just instantly like knowing like this is going to be so good like this is going to be insane what and trailer are you talking? Are you talking about the one with just all of the footage of like NASA? Of like NASA and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah. released it. They released it uh, at the Hobbit. The showing of the uh-huh. it was released. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I remember seeing that first trailer and just like thinking like, oh my god. And I was like, you know, like you said, like you were we barely get any like actual footage from the film. Yeah. Yet just that monologue from Matthew McConaughey got me hyped. So I go to so the movie excited. and. Fun fact, I don't know if I ever told you guys this. I almost had the movie ruined for me, actually, because seeing it at Groman's, the showing right before us came out, and, like, everyone just walks out the, the front door of the theater and comes right out into the, you know, where all the hands are and stuff. And I heard some guy tell his friend, dude, I can't believe it was the library the whole time. And I was like, this man better not have just ruined the damn movie for me. Like, literally, I hear someone say that five minutes before I'm going into the theater. And luckily enough, it wasn't enough to have, like, given away yeah, what yeah, was yeah. going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, that, that yeah. having seen the movie, you know, you know that doesn't really tell much. But you see the you see the library. It's not really a library. So it's, it's, a, it's a bookshelf. It's a yeah. bookshelf. Yeah. Like, um, but, no, like, it was just one of those things where it's, like, like I said, first time seeing it in 70, the Groman's IMAX screen is just massive. I think it's, like, right behind the, the Universal one in terms of size. And just that theater's just so historic and seeing it there. I saw it at like a midnight screening, I think. I went with a buddy of mine. And I'll just never forget the way that that screening made me feel. Like the scene when they're flying onto uh, Miller's planet. Miller is, right? Miller's, uh, what's his name? Matt Damon's. Yeah. Or no, he's. No, um... no he's. Miller is the other, the first one they go to. Miller's the water planet. Um, anyway, when they're going to Matt Damon's planet. And they first fly in, and there's, like, the huge freaking ice clouds. Yeah. And the way that the screen just absolutely, like, engulfs the audience in that scene, it was just like, oh, my God. And the wormholes. So cool. Seeing the wormholes in the IMAX, and there's those sequences where it's, like, super, like, wide, and you see, like, the wormhole, and you see the endurance just, like, slowly spinning, like, all by itself. And it's just – it was awesome. And I think the biggest thing for me was that – it left such an impact on me. Like I literally thought about that in the entire drive home and I was driving all the way back to Murrieta. So it was like an hour and a half drive home and I didn't think about anything but the movie. And I woke up the next morning and for the first and only time in my life, I made a YouTube video talking about the movie. It was like a 15 minute YouTube review. 
Didn't you both do that for Interstellar? Jim, did you make uh, one for Interstellar? As I well? didn't make an Interstellar review. No. Oh, okay. My my Christopher Nolan review was The Dark Knight Rises. Ah, okay. But yeah, I mean, like Cameron said, like there's just so much in that film that was like it just takes your breath away, and it's just so emotional, you know. Which again, like you can't emphasize this enough. Cameron said it. Like we're not used to that with Christopher Nolan. You know, we're used to all this crazy sci-fi stuff, and like you know, getting your mind blown and things like that. But to to take all those same elements and mix it with very heavy and like well-implemented emotion is just it was fantastic my friend evan's probably gonna have something to say about this he just finished watching interstellar so he'll probably does he not like it, it for the first time uh, uh i don't know if it was for the first time no he liked it he liked it he gave it like four and a half stars you really love topher grace's performance it's so it's so funny because you you watch interstellar and then you watch tenet and like don't get don't i i i don't want to like nag or you know like say like tenet's a bad movie but just the amount of like emotion and the oh, two yeah. is just, I mean, it's it's Polar so opposite, stark yeah. differences, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tenet is so, yeah, so stilted emotionally. I've only seen Interstellar the one time I saw it in the theater. Every time I talk about Interstellar, it makes me re- want to rewatch Interstellar. Oh yeah, I'm the same way. I could watch that movie like it. Jurassic Park's my favorite movie. If someone said, "Hey, you get a full theater yourself to watch whatever you want," I'm picking Interstellar. Like that, yeah, that's, that's pretty much one. guaranteed. It's a better film to see in the theater, I would imagine. Um, I'll have to watch that again sometime soon. Um, Take it away, it, Ryan. Just for Casey Affleck's performance as the asshole son. There you um, go. What about Timothy Chalamet? In Interstellar. Interstellar? Yeah. Is he in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's Casey the, Affleck he's when he's Casey a kid. Affleck. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. And then uh, the. The daughter was that like that's Mackenzie Foy. Yeah, the yeah, girl the from the Nutcracker from... movies. Oh, I was gonna say Twilight. Twilight. He said the chick from the Nutcracker. <laughs> Is movie. she in Twilight? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she's the ki- she's the Edward and uh, Bella's kid in Twilight. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've never seen Twilight. So okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about the experience I had with Avengers: Infinity War. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge fan of the of the Marvel movies, but um, Infinity War has a special spot for me just because the experience was so great i've always gone to see ever since when i was in college when the first avengers came out i didn't get to see it opening weekend because it was like right in the middle of like finals or something like a group of us in the fraternity were going i couldn't go so i had to wait to see it till like the next week and after that i was like i have to see these movies like opening weekend it's like that important so i kept doing that and i told my age of ultron story last week which is an all-timer between me and my friends that's a good one but infinity war is cool because i was already living out here when that one came out and one of my friends came out to visit and we were trying to figure out when he was going to come and he told me the dates and i was like you do know that's like the opening weekend for infinity war right he was like okay so we need to buy it we need to get tickets so we went saturday morning like at like nine in the morning or something like that to make sure that we could as the least amount of time possible that something could get spoiled for us and thankfully nothing didn't nothing did um i think that is the best it's i think it's definitely the best team up movie of the marvel movies i would say that it's my favorite of our all of the marvel movies just because of the implications that mm-hmm. it has going forward on the world that they're building and the fact that it is truly the only Marvel film where the villain wins. Right. 
and that's the part that really sets it like any of these movies whether you go see these these big budget these franchise films you go see the fan base is always enthralled in what they're seeing whether it's marvel star wars harry potter the jurassic films like even fast and furious we just learned that these big franchise films are always gonna elicit a response from the people that are going to see especially the diehard fans that are going that opening weekend but this one you see all these fun moments and everybody's cheering, having a great time, laughing throughout the first two hours of this film. And then when you see that Thor throws Stormbreaker at Thanos and hits him in the shoulder right after he just got the last stone from literally ripping What's Stonebreaker? it. Stonebreaker. Stormbreaker. That's Stormbreaker, the axe. The axe. Yeah. Oh, the axe. The one that he gets okay. from. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Probably. the one that he gets from Peter uh, Dinklage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter Dinklage playing a giant. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, um, that's yeah. So when you see that after Thanos literally rips the last stone out of Vision's head after Wanda had already killed him, <laughs> and he uses the time stone to bring him back and get the stone, which was insane. All in all, um, for Thanos to like, you think he's going to lose, like, because we didn't know at that time that it was kind of like a two-part thing, like. We had heard originally it was going to be a two-part film, but then they decided it wasn't going to be, so you thought that maybe the Thanos story was going to wrap up in this one and he was going to lose. And then he utters that line of, you should have gone for the head, and snaps his fingers. And from that moment until the, go, end of, until the end of the credits, there is not a word spoken in the theater. It is just deadpan silence. And then, as if you're a comic book fan... You know that what that means is that when he snaps his fingers, people are going to die. And if you're not a comic book fan, like a lot of young kids that go and see these films, they don't know what that means. So everybody that's there is just waiting to see what they're going to do. And when you first start to see the characters disappearing, it starts with Bucky. And then the crowd goes nuts when Black Panther disappears next because everybody was like, that was just after Black Panther was a huge success for Marvel. Um, Billion dollar film. Um, and he disappears next. Everybody was going mm-hmm. nuts. And then you just keep going down the line. Because once you see that he... like Everybody likes Bucky, especially after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But he's not like one of like the Pantheon characters of the Avengers. But yeah, I'd have been fine see, if he stayed dead. Well, I mean, that's that's a bit much. But <laughs> um, I, I get what you're trying to say here. But when Black Panther goes, that's when you know like it's fair game. Like Anybody's on the table to get taken out here. And... You know, you know, Wanda gets Wanda gets snapped. Groot, uh, basically all of the Guardians of the Galaxy except Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, that was don't, rough. Yeah, that was make, the one. <laughs> yeah. Don't make it out of that movie. Um, Falcon doesn't make it. Uh, Doctor Strange, Spider Man is the one that like the only one that like elicits a real response is when Spider Man dies because all the kids in the crowd are just like crying at yeah. that point. Um, I cried, and I just remember it's my favorite. I, it, people love Spider-Man. Yeah, I, the best. I just remember the credits rolling, and I the only end credit scene you have is when you see that Maria Hill and Nick Fury get snapped too, and you start to see the ramifications mm-hmm. away from the battle of what this means for the world. Because we see like they get in a car accident, and he goes to check on the guy in the car, and there's nobody in the driver's seat, and then they're standing around trying to figure out what they're what they're gonna do. And in the background, a helicopter crashes into a building. And people are screaming and they're disappearing in front of everybody. And then Maria goes and then Nick starts to go and he hits the he hits the beeper. <laughs> yeah, he gets cut off from Samuel Jackson's favorite, uh, famous line uh, as he hits the beeper to contact Captain Marvel. And 
there's just no word spoken from the crowd. Everybody's just walking out, just like, what the hell did I? I don't think, I don't think I said a word to my friend that was here for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I didn't say anything after the movie ended because I was just, I was stunned. Like I couldn't believe it. I've never experienced a film like that where everybody walking out of it is so stunned by what they saw and it's in terms of storytelling that they just like everybody just wanted to see the next one right then we had to wait an Mm -hmm. entire year to get it and that movie's not as good endgame's not as good as infinity war i know a lot of people feel the opposite but i stand by that infinity war is a better film it's better made film i don't know how it's like 11 points lower on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't understand that at all. It's why we don't use Rotten Tomatoes Wait, as the full what's parameter. A, what's less? Infinity War is only 85% on RT, and then like Endgame is like 96 or something like that. Like, from I don't, critics? Yeah, from critics. That's weird. Yeah, I don't get that. I really don't I think, understand. I mean, I think if you talk to, I think most people. I think my opinion is the more popular opinion, yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys know my take on Marvel, and I think Infinity War is hands down the best thing they've done especially after sitting through age of ultron a week or so ago that we yeah i mean that movie is really really good i i, I think it's like it's airtight yeah it's yeah perfect. it's the best possible version of that movie that they could have made yeah like literally like, that's yeah, what i think they had like 25 characters in that film that yeah you need to have something for them to do i mean that works. was that was my reaction coming out of it i saw it with a friend who's also super big in the film and i talked to him i said and i was like i think it's like what they just did is literally a master class of pacing mm. yeah like, it's at, like that movie was long two hours like just under 230 yeah and had a ton of different characters and each one felt important we didn't Mm -hmm. have you know like a start you know last jedi and you guys know i like the last jedi but we didn't you know have like a finn and rose situation going on where there's a whole plot line that you don't care about yeah yeah exactly every single plot line you know was interesting so um and are you done? Because I kind of I, I I don't yeah, go inter- for it. no no I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> no no no. But, I, that, I was ready to get into the discussion about but, it. Yeah, go for it. But kind of going off of that, I I know we talked about Interstellar um, being like my favorite personal movie experience, but like the best like experience I've had in a movie theater with like an audience and people and stuff uh, wasn't Infinity War, but it was actually it was Endgame. Oh, Endgame! Endgame was great, but Endgame was like a similar experience that you have with a lot of these like crescendos on franchises yeah, where yeah, everybody's yeah. just really excited having a great time i there's so many moments in endgame where the crowd goes nuts um like you know captain america picking up mjolnir for the first time iron man snapping his fingers like there's so there when the the portal scene when everybody comes back like there's so many moments in that film that people go nuts and yeah. then when they do the whole time travel or the time heist part and everybody's just laughing because we're seeing yeah. retellings of these famous scenes from the eyes of our more seasoned characters like that movie has great moments too but i think infinity war has a moment that we haven't seen from another marvel film no yeah and that makes sense i to be honest with you i i i literally can't remember my theater's reaction to infinity war it might have been because i didn't go see it opening weekend which was you know an issue uh but i saw endgame friday morning so you know it wasn't you know it wasn't the people who were there you know the opening night but opening morning so um but yeah no that experience was so much fun um 
those those big franchise films whether you're like a diehard fan or just going because you know it's going to be a fun experience it is oh i think it's important to go like i went and saw jurassic world fallen kingdom and i don't think the movie was great but i had a good time watching it because the crowd was was having fun with it um i think fast and furious 9 is the same thing like as long a, a an average movie can be leveled up based on the crowd's reactions to it. Like if you see a, an average movie and the crowd is really into it, even if you don't love it, I think you'll have a better time just enjoying it with the crowd that is having a good time. But um, so that's a little bit of a rundown of our favorite experiences. We're going to come, when we come back, we're going to throw to the ad real quick. When we come back, we're going to dive into a couple more things about some of our other experiences that Maybe we haven't even told each other about yet. And then we'll talk about a couple other things in regard to the film going experience, but we'll throw to the ad real quick. <laughs> so we talked about our favorite experiences in the theater. Do you guys have any other ones that really stand out for you? Cause I know I do, but if you got, if you got them, jump in with them. Um, Cam, do you have one favorite theater experiences? I mean, yeah, just outside of the one that like, like, do you have some <sighs> that always stick in your head? Because I know I have I have a couple. I mean, it's not exactly a movie theater experience in the way you guys are talking about. I remember I had to kick some movie some kick some kids kick out. some movie. <laughs> I had to kick some kids out of the movie Get Hard, because uh, they theater hopped. So I, I and like I was like 16 years old. I had just started working at the movie theater, and I told my manager, "I'm like, hey, I think those people uh, um, uh, movie hopped." And she's like, oh, okay, go kick him out. Can, you, and can like, you explain fully what movie hopping means for people that may not so, know? Because we have to remember this is something that people, yeah, don't really do. So, people don't really do it anymore. There's a couple of different types of movie hopping. Um, the main one is like when you go from – like your movie gets done and then you go from theater to theater kind of thing. Um, my the-, the theater I worked in like, – so you- and you don't pay for them, right? Um, right. You, and pay so for the f- you pay for the first pay, For the yeah. first one, but then you go and have a whole day – of like or you know at see as many movies as you can kind of thing but the only thing it's a lot harder to do now because everywhere is reserved um but back in the day you know uh, back in the day uh it was a lot easier um my theater tried to um avoid that because unlike most theaters they didn't put the name of the movie that was playing in the theater um so that people didn't know it was playing but That's what smart. happened was that they were um there were two kids and one of them, their parent had bought um, a ticket for um, a parent. I, and I'm going to get so much shit for this, but the parent had bought a ticket for get hard. And the other one bought a ticket for the movie insurgent, the divergent <laughs> sequel. Was Actually, that, what was, was that the third one? There's a second one. Honestly, okay. funny enough, uh, insurgent is, is one of my favorite um, movie theater experiences too. Um, just because I went and saw it with friends at the employee preview because we worked at the theater and we just literally just talked about how shit the movie was the entire time. <laughs> uh, and no one else in the theater cared. So that was, was fun. But anyway, one of them had a ticket to get hard one and they were on opposite sides of the theaters. And obviously they both went to the same side. And so I just brought it up to my manager just so that she would know, because if, and the off chance that someone got caught, I would be the one getting in trouble because I didn't bring it up. So I brought it up, and she's like, okay, go kick him out. And I was like, these kids are my age. Uh, and she's like, yep, yeah, go kick him out. So I went up, and I was like, 
and they had their slurpees and their popcorn. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm so sorry, but you're going to have to leave. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, yeah, you guys have to leave. Um, you don't have a ticket for Get Hard. Uh, you have a ticket for Insurgent. That's technically movie hopping, so you guys have to get out. Um, and then 45 minutes later, a mother comes in and starts yelling uh, about how we kicked her kid out of her movie. Uh, so that was fun. That's a movie theater experience I won't forget. Have you guys ever done theater hopping? No. no. I have friends who have done have, it, and I have, have left. Ryan, you... Suck. Yeah, but you pirate films, so... I don't pirate films. That's not true. Anymore. Anymore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, theater hopping's cool, but it's Yeah, not... shut the hell up, Ryan. That was a long time we ago. We aren't encouraging that Ryan, kind of sinful we're not, behavior. Yeah. You if imagine if you had done that and poor sixteen year old Cameron had to come say hey to you, it would have been like I would have been, been terrified. Like, yeah, I would say it would have been like one of those like TV show trope scenes where it's like a flashback sequence and like one character is like a a young nerdy person and the other one's like the jock that's like two years older, you know, the senior in high school, and it's like wait, I knew you then, and you know, that's what it would have been. That would have been funny though. Ryan would have been like, "What are you gonna do about it, little squirm?" I'm sorry. In this scenario, Ryan's the jock and I'm the nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Initially, I know. I was thinking it was the other way. I around. know it, most people probably would have assumed that. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, just had to put it back for you know. Because yeah, no, uh, in case one, you guys haven't just didn't know, one. when I was back in high school, I was um, not as cool as I am now. So you know, definitely not the athletic individual that I am now. Right. Or Cameron's a freaking pickleball monster these days. Oh yeah, I am. Always doing good with that pickle. Yep. Put it in beer and drink it. Well, I mean, theater hopping kind of went away, though, when... The Fire Nation attacked? Well, no, but that's a great reference. Um, uh, the before times? Uh, no. Uh, I would say even before that. I would say theater hopping kind of ended once you had to start reserving your seat for the movie. That's what Which I, I hate. Right. You don't I like can't... reserving your seat? Nope. No. Oh, I good. love that. I wanted to talk about this. You don't like I that? I love that. No. What do you have um, against that? The fact that, and I, maybe this is just me being a baby about it, but like, like yesterday, I would have much rather they just sell the number of tickets they have, and then I do get there fifty minutes early, and you get, and I get the seat I want, as opposed to some guy who happens to be awake when they first release the tickets and gets the best seats, but me, well, who's, wake up, you dumb. Yeah, exactly. No, but that's what I'm saying is like there's sometimes where it's like, oh, the the tickets are releasing at 2 p.m. Pacific time, and it's like cool. Like I'm at work or I'm doing this or you know uh, what I mean. It's like end game end game tickets released at five in the morning on like a Wednesday. Yeah, and it's like I don't want to deal with that. Like I know it's essentially the same thing, but like I'd much rather be like, no, I'm gonna get to the theater an hour and a half early to get a good spot than it's so much better than camping out. I agree. No, see, that's and how that, it used to be, and that's and awful. the camping out. That's not something I ever did. That is not something I would do. Like, to be honest, most movies, there's very few movies that I care about enough to where I'm like, I got to see it opening night. There's definitely a lot. Like, in the past 10 years, there's been quite a few movies that I was like, I need to see opening night. But most of them are not going to be the ones where I'm, like, having to camp out for. Uh, going back to what you mentioned, Cam, like, Dark Knight Rises, like, that one, I waited. I got there, like, three hours before my screening of Dark Knight Rises, and there was, like, this huge line, and people were, like, dressed. I made, like, a crappy Batman costume that I was wearing, like... It was fun, you know, 
but I, I would definitely not do like overnight camping. I think that's excessive. But like I would totally show up like five hours before a screening oh, God, or something that's like awful. that. No, that's, that's fun. Awful. Like, like no. I went when I went to the uh, the road show of uh, um, what's it called? Uh, oh my goodness, hateful, hateful eight. eight. Yeah, yeah. When I did the hateful eight road show, I got there like three hours early, and I was just oh. chatting up with the people next to me. We had a good old time. Oh, but then uh, then you have interaction with strangers. And well, that's, that's what I love is you get to talk to these people and like oh, you know people. I, I go to the movie theater to sit in darkness and quiet. I'm a very social person. I mean, you can ask Ryan. Last night we ran into these people we like, or we, people we liked. We ran into these people we knew, and I was like, "Yo, what's up?" And I'm only talking to everyone. And Ryan's like, "Hey, yep, hey." I want to know the, who they are after the show. One of them, Ryan, had to pee so bad that he just left. That's also true. Yeah. That <laughs> Who'd you happen. run into? Text me right now, Ryan. I want to no, know who you ran into. I'll, no, we'll tell you later. Someone text me. Um. I, I miss think, my friends. Well, I think um, I see where Joel's coming from because, like, waiting in those lines can lead to fun experiences. Like, I, again, like I told that story about Age of Ultron last week. Remember I when never... we saw Ben Schwartz sing Sonic? Yeah, that's I so sick. That. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. that was cool. He was getting out of a show and we were getting ready to go see something. I don't remember what we were seeing. We were seeing The Lodge. Was that the night we saw the lodge? Yeah, it was the night we oh, saw the lodge. Man, that was because that came out in that February. Was a, that out. was a theater experience too, because everybody was just confused, like what the hell is going on? Um, the only celebrity I've ever seen at a theater. Well, I guess that's not correct. It's always at the Hollywood ArcLight, the the Cinerama Dome, because the yeah. you know celebrities tend to know like, oh, ArcLight, it's a good movie theater chain. Yeah, shut like, the hell if up. I want to go see a movie, <laughs> let me go see it here. Um, yeah, they're no. so good. They shut down. But oh my I, god! <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, dude. A- AMC, if AMC buys it and you can get freaking dome tickets with a list, oh my god! Well, AMC anyway. already bought uh, the two Pacific at the Grove. Yeah, the Pacific. The yeah, yeah. So no, what I saw Billy Zane oh, after I saw uh, mm-hmm. after I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Billy Zane was there, and some dude was like talking his ear off, and I was like. But see, a bunch of stars go to Burbank. No, they do. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Nolan was there. On he also, yeah. He also went to the Irvine. Irvine, yeah. Which I went and saw Tenet at a different Irvine, like the day before, and I was like, no. Well, it's okay. It's the day before. You wouldn't have seen him. No, I know, but just knowing <laughs> that I could have been there, I could have like warmed the seat up for him. Okay, that's weird. Um. Anyway, I have another one. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the arc light, I saw La La Land at the Dome in '70. Oh my God, was that an experience? That when another day of sun ended, the audience just like erupted. That's a great it was opening. So, number, so sick, it is. It is I so solid. Love La La Land. And we know. you know the thing is, is that you haven't brought such, it up in a long time. Actually, that's so. such an incredible movie. I I'm gonna watch it tonight after this. When I My. saw when I saw La La Land, um, the lights came on in the theater for the last ten minutes, and I thought it was part of it. <laughs> I was like, "You were like, like, wow, forty X." Like, yeah, like this is weird, but I guess this is what they're yeah. supposed to do. I can't do. believe they ruined that finale for you. I actually only saw La La Land on the big screen three times. Only, um, and it was three very different experiences. I saw it six times. I saw it at the, the Dome in 70 mil, which was freaking – I'll never get over that. That was so insane, and everyone was just talking about it and loving it, and, like, uh, it's so good. Especially since it's Cinerama. 
yeah it was it looked so good on that freaking aspect ratio 70 like, millimeters great so it is how, the second time i saw how, it how many movies have you seen in 70 millimeter uh, just uh, like five I want to or hear six him talk more about la la land yeah go ahead yeah finish five or la six la land i don't know the second time i saw la la land was in a theater with like six people and it's this little theater by my house that's like it's changed hands so many times but now it's an amc and it's like not stadium seating it's just like little older kind of theaters almost like the new beverly if you've ever been mm-hmm. um and so that was the second experience the third time i saw la la land on the big screen was at the hollywood bowl with a live orchestra oh, shut the hell up joel and oh, i forgot that that's right i'm gonna call was... you joel specifically because you did that okay cameroon and it was just uh like to see it in 70 was incredible enough and then to see it again with the orchestra was just it was so much fun i've wanted to do the the film with the live orchestra before i want to do la la land i they had one back in indiana for back to the future and i tried so hard to get tickets and i couldn't get them i saw metropolis with a live orchestra oh interesting i've heard i've heard that they like that's a good showing we did that at uh at the film festival that i worked in milwaukee um which is also where I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark in 70 millimeter, which wow. was million meter. Yeah, yeah. I know. yeah 70 millimeter. 70 million millimeter. Um, that was really cool because I had I'd never seen that movie in theater, and to see it at a film. What festival, movie was this? I'm sorry. I Raiders, saw Raiders of the Lost oh, Ark. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's just to see it like that um, in the theater for the first time with like with a full crowd of just movie mm-hmm. fans was a great experience. But I have I, well. Ryan, I hate to, and Joel, I hate to take it away from you, but I want to talk some more about my La La Land experience. No, we are not talking about all six. We are not talking about all six. I have seen La La Land in the movie theater six times. The first time I went and saw it, I made a day out of it with my family, and we brought my friend Alex. And because we were both really excited for this movie, because he was actually the one who um, told me to watch Whiplash. And you know, obviously, same director. So we went, took my family. Obviously. I went with I went with my friend Alex, and then you we said that. Uh, we went afterwards. We went to Zachary's Pizza. Have any of you guys ever been to Zachary's? No. Nope. Is it where you live? It's a Chicago style pizza. It's very good. So that was the first time. The second yeah. time, and we we drove like forty five minutes to go see this in the movie theater because um, I'm in Northern California. Uh, in a uh, Republican county, and no one gives a shit about art here. So um, that's when we went to um, we went to the other that other theater, and then I went and saw it in that theater again uh, two days later, and then it eventually came to our hometown, and it was an afternoon one time. I said, "Hey, mom and dad, are you busy?" And they said, "No." I said, "Let's go see La La Land again," and they're like, "All right, cool." So we went and saw it. Then I went back to school in San Diego and saw it two more times at the AMC there. And then they re-released it at the IMAX. And then I went and saw it in the IMAX, but it was $40 each way for the Uber. So I paid like $100 to see La La Land that last time. I don't know what La La Land and IMAX would look like. Did it look good? It looks really good. It was big. Thank you. And the sound was very good. I loved it. I, I love that movie. Wow, I'm mad. I never saw this. I should have seen your IMAX. Did you get one of those posters? I didn't get one of the posters. The posters are dope, though. Oh, that's so sick. It has the, the City of Stars like, music yeah. on the back. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, I think, did I give you one of those Interstellar posters? 
No, I have um, I have no, I don't have Interstellar. I have one of the Interstellar IMAX posters, and I have a few copies of it. Oh, I, nice. I, I'll find one and give one to you. I have a Lala. That was the best thing about working in a movie theater. I got a bunch of dope posters for free. Mm. Um, Ryan, did you have another? I know you said you had a few. Do you want if you want to touch on another one? I wanted to bring up a uh, a particular thing that happens in the movie theater going industry. Have you guys ever snuck into an R-rated film before you were the age to go see it? No. Okay, so I'm so I'm clearly the one that I was gonna say yeah. here. Um, I have not. No. So I'm gonna talk about a good friend of the show and one of Cameron's personal favorites. I'm gonna talk about Todd Phillips here for a minute. I was um, gonna say you went and saw The Hangover, didn't you? Yeah. So what a fucking terrible movie. No so, offense. Uh, no, nah, whatever. I disagree with you. I love that movie. I know you do. Um, but when I was 15, that movie came out and. I had heard that it's like a wild, wild experience of a movie to go see in the theater. And I really wanted to go. So me and my two buddies back then, none of us were old enough. So like we couldn't have one of us buy the tickets and we all get in. So what we did instead was we told our parents that we were going to go see the Will Ferrell film Land of the Lost. Do you guys remember that movie? Yeah. Where he's like, like he's like whitewater rafting through the Cretaceous period or yeah, something like that. Yes. I don't really know what happened, but we told what a terrible movie. We told them that that's what we were going to see. And they dropped us off at the theater because none that of that movie could... was rated R two. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. That was, I was like PG... sworn. No, that was PG 13. Cause we were able to buy tickets for it. So land of the lost was rated PG 13. Oh, yeah. was it? I'm a dumbass. Um, so we told them we were going to go see that. We get dropped off at the theater. Um, and we buy her tickets to Land of the Lost. And we immediately just go right into the theater where Hangover's playing. This was like at 9 o'clock at night um, on like a, like a Friday. So we just go right in. That theater was sold out to the brim. And I have no idea um, how we were able to get in there without anybody saying, this is where not having assigned seats paid off. Because I have to think that somebody walked into that theater and got sold a ticket for that thinking there would be a seat available and they did not get to watch it because we were in the three seats um <laughs> that movie i like whatever you say like i think that movie's hilarious and to see some of the shenanigans that go on especially when they wake up the next morning in vegas to see all the stuff that they ha- they're like they're trying to piece everything together people were just howling at that movie like when Ken Jong pops out of the trunk and beats the shit out of all of them, people were going nuts. And as like a 15 year old kid, I would, I like, I couldn't believe some of the stuff I was seeing. It was incredible. I was what that is for sure. One of the best experiences I've ever had going to the theater, mostly because I wasn't supposed to be there. Um, but yeah, I, wow, so you, you're such a badass. I know I'm the rebel of the group. Apparently he's the new bad boy of podcasting. It's true. It was always meant to be. We've talked about some of our fun experiences going to the theater. Have you guys ever had any, like, horrid experiences at a theater? Oh, my God. Every time I go see a <laughs> Cameron's like, when movie, I clocked in. <laughs> every time I go see a kid's movie, I always have a kid behind me who's obsessed with my hair. <laughs> I remember you saying this. Every <laughs> yeah, time. You did say it's that. So, yeah. It was, happened in Frozen. It happened in what, Cinderella. It, literally, I always get a kid behind me who thinks it's fun to pull my hair. Yeah, no, I remember you telling us that. That's that's pretty funny. I mean, I guess those are the perils of having a, a long head of hair. 
a long headed. A long headed. Yeah. Uh, I'm holding a horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a long hair. Okay. Um, I don't think I have, at least off the top of my head. Uh, um, one I already mentioned. Um, when I went and saw, what's it called? Oh, I actually know of one. Uh, when I went and saw, uh, Once Upon a Time, though, the. the the air conditioning broke. It was really oh, hot God. in the theater. Oh, that was in the summer, yeah. So. Yeah. But, um, no, I was going to say, when I saw Rugrats in Paris. Yes. Um, Hell we got, yeah. We got there late, and we were in the front row. Oh, I want to talk about this. The front row, yeah. Yeah, we were in the front row. And then the next time that I was in the front row for a movie, guess what movie it was? You're going to – when I say this answer, you're going to be like, wow. Rugrats in Paris, too. No. No, that's Rugrats Go Wild is the sequel to Rugrats in Paris. I don't know. I'm not a little baby. The first time I saw Avatar, I was sitting in the front row of an IMAX theater with 3D glasses on my face. That sounds horrible. I was like, this. that's incredible. I actually really like that. That's funny. Have you guys? How many times have you had to sit in the front row for a movie? I think just those two times. times. Saw, I've sat in like that front section quite a bit because not yeah, everyone is like yeah. me who likes to get to the movie hella early. Right. But like front row only a couple times. I hate sitting. In the I front saw Miss Pellegrine or Mrs. Pellegrine's School for Children or whatever. the one with the School for Gifted Children. Green, yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I, I saw that in the front row for that one. I saw Gone Girl in the front row. Oh Ooh. man. Um, what a movie i know oh, that, nice and up close to uh, ben affleck's penis yeah yeah he read the reviews yeah. so I, was he, the fir- I was actually the first one in the theater and i picked he was like, the only one he he's he's up at the screen like they're like sit down <laughs> god it's like it's as big as my arm oh my god that is <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> ryan's got really short arms by the way that's not true. Why would you say that? <laughs> it's a joke about yeah. Ben Affleck. I got big arms. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I saw that in the front row. And Reese, the Recess movie, I was in the front row. What the my, hell? My dad took me and my two cousins. We saw the Recess movie in the front row. Um, I remember when I went and saw the movie The Lodge, some dude at the end of it got up and said, what a waste of a Wednesday night. <laughs> it was a Tuesday night. <laughs> a Tuesday night? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, when he comes on, we'll, uh, we'll we're gonna make him talk about that. So, um, what else? That, do you guys remember the movie The Accountant? Speaking of Ben Affleck, God, fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, I didn't see it, but yes. Do you know? So you know how like one of the major points of that movie is that he has autism. Yeah. No, I don't. Cause I just he, told you I never saw it. He has it. autism, but he can solve puzzles well, really hold on, fast. Hold on, a, well, hold on a second. So he has hot autism. Autism. Hot- autism. He's like, hello, I you, am. <laughs> Do you he's remember super hot, but Cameron? He's... Do you remember the part where he's eating his breakfast for the first time and he like <laughs> has to make sure the foods don't touch? Yeah. So in the theater that I went to see this at, everyone started laughing around me at that scene, <laughs> and I just couldn't believe that people were like openly laughing, thinking like, "Ha, it's funny." He... Because it's Ben Affleck. But like, but it's not funny. <laughs> but it is funny because it's Ben Affleck but acting with like his autism. But it's not. Oh, I mean, that part is. Bad. That's what's yeah. funny about yeah. it. But it's not funny that like, it's like lit, they're zeroing out on the plate, and everybody's like, "Ha, he can't. His food can't touch." I was like, "That's not funny." I laughed. Um... I laughed out loud in Les Mis when the little kid died because thank God, the <laughs> kid was. 
That kid was so annoying. Oi, guys, I am going to talk like this the whole movie. <laughs> Shut the hell up. When he got shot or whatever, I was so happy. It was the best part of the movie. Oh, man. I made noises the entire um, uh, star- final Star Wars movie, and we talked about that. Yeah, he was making all kinds of noises when he saw Ray and, uh, no, and no, Ben. Ben. No, and yes. Ben, he was making all these noises, and I was like, maybe I should move over a couple of seats. <laughs> Where are your hands? I oh my god, this is taking a turn. This episode. I was clapping. That's not true. You didn't clap at anything in that movie. No, I laughed. Yeah, he laughed. Literally, like loud, like like oh, not like yuck, like goofy laughs, but like <laughs> like. <laughs> have um, have you two ever either done this or thought? Ryan's about to Ryan's about to ask us if we've ever done something that he's done and neither of us have. Okay. He's like, have you ever gone to a movie theater and murdered someone? (laughs) Funny story. So there's one time when I was 18 years old. (laughs) Um, Have you ever had those people around you that are so obnoxious during a movie that you either did or have thought to get someone to have them escorted out of the theater? I yelled at uh, someone to put their phone away one time. Also that. Yeah, have you ever actually yelled at somebody? <laughs> and then there the was another time. I was seeing Manchester by the Sea for the second. Oh, this one pissed me off. The theater was, was that close to the ocean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was seeing Manchester by the Sea for the second time. And these two women were sitting next to me and my friend. Okay. And her phone, <laughs> she put her phone away. I like, She put her phone in her, in her purse or whatever. But, like, the lights stayed on the entire time oh they God. were in there. So, like, it was it was face-up, and it was shining out the entire time. They were talking the entire time because I don't know why. They were like, oh, this, oh, this, oh, this. And then, like, halfway through the movie, they just left. Good. Because they were like, they were like, they were like, this movie sucks, and they left. It's like the most one of the most depressing movies to come out of the last, like, five years. And I was like, what did you think was going to happen? Did yeah. you watch the trailer? Yeah. Like, you don't know in the trailer how depressing it's going to be, but you know it's going to be sad, and it, boy, is it. It's a tough, that's a tough watch, but damn, is that movie good. Um, I went to go see, did the audio just freak out? No. Oh, I thought I heard it Joel muted themselves. Themselves. Yeah. Okay, so that's what happened. Well, that's what it said. I was just reading what the freaking thing said. It said muted themselves. Um, all right, I'll, I'll just pick myself up then. Um, I remember when I saw The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, great movie. Uh, no. <laughs> Incorrect. I love that movie. That movie's not good, but all I right, had a good well, time with it. Quiet, right? It has Emma Stone in Do it. Do not yeah. talk Garf- poorly about the Garfield Spider-Man. I love the Garfield we Spider-Man. Oh, I love the not. Garfield Spider-Man. The yeah. fact that he hates Mondays and eats lasagna the whole time. <laughs> we will not speak poorly. That's fine. Andrew Garfield's well, Spider-Man movies. I will speak. Po- I will speak poorly about the people that were sitting behind us in that movie. You can do that. They sucked. There was like a bunch of kids in there, and the parent, whoever the chaperone was, was on their phone the whole time. And these kids were just running around through the theater throughout the whole movie, just like running through the aisles. They were kicking the seats uh, that we were sitting in. They were screaming at every little thing that happened in the movie. Like not like a. Like a fun screaming, like a, like wanting to rip your hair off of your head kind of screaming because you're so annoyed by what they're doing. And the 
Usher came to say something to the dad that was the chaperone, and he told the Usher to fuck off. <laughs> he was just like, fuck off, man. I paid to see the movie. So then the Usher left, and then the police came in after that. Oh, nice. Whoa. Yeah. And told and the guy. And they tased him? That's crazy. Yeah. Ryan's like, no. hey, have you guys ever been in a movie theater where the guy next to you got tased? <laughs> no? Okay, well, here, let me tell you about it. Yeah, man. Movie theater go must be like the wild, wild west out in the Midwest where I'm from. You California boys just have it so easy out here. Yeah. Out here, Pedro or Napoleon, we have a little thing we call respect. <laughs> um, um, you go ahead. I don't know. I was going to bring up a, a movie-going experience that made me sad. Um, I went to a double feature of Land Before Time and Jurassic Park. Wow. Yeah, guess where I saw it. If either of you gets this right on the first trial, I'll Venmo you $20 right now. Disneyland. Okay. No, that, that's not right. Neither of those are Disney movies. That wouldn't make sense. Did you see it at the La Brea Tar Pits? No, that was a great guess. I saw it at Honda Center. I saw it outside oh, of Honda Center where so the Ducks close play. To, close to Disneyland. Close to Disneyland. Cameron was close. I'll send you 50 cents. Yes. Um, but anyway, so they showed they had a bunch of like Jurassic Park Jeeps there. And like it was, it was just fun. People were dressed up and everything. And Land Before Time already makes me sad as is. Was but it the this, first one? Yes, but uh, this yeah. screening is also when I found out the fate of uh, Ducky, the the voice oh, that, of the child Ducky. Actor? Yes, yeah. Wait, what I f- I found that out in the middle of this screening, and I didn't stop thinking about that the rest of the night. What happened? Yeah, we don't, Cameron. You look it up on your yeah. own. We're not going to talk yeah. about Ducky. it on the episode. It's really bad. Um, Ducky. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, that's a fun double feature. Double features are great. I yeah, love, no, it like, was good. I remember when A List first came out. That was something I started to take advantage of. Was like going to the double features. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I Question. saw. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Because I'm going to kind of take it a different direction. I think I saw a Stars Born and Bohemian Rhapsody back to back. Like I'm pretty sure that was one of the double features that I did. I did a lot of those. Wow. Uh, about like two years ago during A List. But what were you going to say? No, I I know I just asked you this, I think, yesterday when we went to go see the movie. Uh, but, Cam, have you ever been to the New Beverly? No. Uh, when you come back, maybe that's what something the? we can all do. Um, going to the New Beverly, I've only done it once. I act like I'm saying this like I'm a seasoned vet. But going to the New Bev is fun because the tickets are like 8 bucks. I think. A lot of times they are double features unless they're like the midnight screenings. Um, for those of you that maybe don't know that are listening, the New Beverly Cinema is in uh, L.A., Quentin Tarantino owns it and programs it, so he decides what films are going to play. And a lot of them are his own personal uh, copies, and they're all 35-millimeter print. Um, so it's a lot of fun, and it's like it's a small little intimate theater. Everybody that's there loves film. A lot of the films that he's screening are like things you've never heard of or like you only know of if you're like someone who's into film. Um, but it's super fun, and then like the concessions inside are so cheap. Like I think the hot dogs are like, 250 or something or like three bucks sodas are like a dollar you can get like chips for like a dollar it's old school yeah it's classic dude it's like you go up you put you're like let me get two hot dogs two cokes and you know bag of chips and you're set for the movie they show like they give you money yeah they show like the original trailers that like went before this movie is like it's a really good time and it is it's a fun experience we need to go do that and remember we have to go to the egyptian to see uh we got to see lawrence of arabia yep I don't know when that's going to... I've also never been to a Synespia screening over at uh, Hollywood Forever. That's something Mm. I've always wanted to do. I have so many things that I still want to do in the theaters out here. I still need to go to Groman's. I've never done that. 
Um, Cinerama Dome, never done that. I want to um, go with you when you go. And to I want to. Uh, let's do it once. Uh, once somebody fully purchases it and they're open again, let's go. Um, I also want to do that. That 4DX screening. I want to try one of those. Yeah, I don't know what it really is, but it's like the, the seats it. move and all that stuff. It's like Im- you're fully immersed. Yeah, yeah. There's it's like, like going to a it's like going to a ride at Universal, or you get all wet the whole time too. They yeah, exactly. There's like you. water and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like it's I want to do that so bad. There's so many cool things you could still do at a movie theater. I think I brought it up on the show before, but those Screen X theaters, they have one of those in Irvine where it's like three full screens but there's like one in front of you one to yeah. the left and one to the right it's so yeah. bizarre it's it's cool man there's so many great things you can <laughs> f9 would have been sick in 40x <laughs> that's true well i don't know who carries that was that regal or was that somebody else that carried the 40 i think it was regal r.i.p uh oh somebody's still doing it i'm pretty sure uh, i don't know who though um but i remember the the theater over by uh, LA Live, where the Staples Center is at, was a had the that, yeah that shows. was a regal yeah. Wait, have you either of you ever gone to El Cap for screening? No, it's no. another one I still have to do. Oh, those are fun. I don't know. I mean, I, I know they still do similar stuff to this day, but like like when I went and saw Monsters Inc. There, you would go see the movie. There's always like a pre-show organist. Mm-hmm. He plays yeah. the old Wurlitzer, and after they usually have some sort of like exhibit or something. And so we went and saw Monsters Inc. They had like games set up and like one of them was like the parents would be up at the top and they would be putting like laundry, like socks and stuff in this like can and it would shoot it. And the kids were at the bottom with like laundry baskets catching it. And then everyone was like yelling like 2319 and stuff like (laughs) it was so much fun. Yeah, I definitely want to go to El Capitan. That sounds super fun. Um, All right. I want to go for the nightmare screening. They do a nightmare screening every year. Oh, that would be uh, Nightmare Before Christmas 4D. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, that would be fun. Hopefully they're doing that this year. Um do they do that around they Halloween do it around Halloween. Christmas they time? do it okay. from I think they do it from October or they do some in October and I think they do an, uh, another one in November December. Okay, cool. We'll add it to the list. Um so that kind of that'll kind of wrap up our theater experiences, you know. Obviously the three of us hosting a film podcast, we love going to the movies and we will have many we could more talk about this for yeah, we could talk about this yeah. for hours. Yeah, we yeah. Uh the one thing I want to leave us on is a last little tidbit you go to the movies, you can get one thing from concessions. What are you getting? Can I ha- can, sorry, can I make it two? No. Like a drink and a snack? Okay, I'll give you a drink and a snack, yeah. Okay, a Slurpee um, Which one? And, and popcorn. Um, either blue raspberry or Coke. Depends on the day. Because I, I love Coca-Cola, right? But like a Coke Slurpee is like a whole... A, a I'm going to say icy, actually, because they're not Slurpees. It's a whole different thing. Have uh, you guys ever snuck food into the movie theater? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that I've done. Okay, okay, we, Cameron, have you done that? Not like full on meals, but I bring candy. Yeah, in. yeah, 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 of course. I've okay, done so that. that's something. Okay, if 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 I had been the only one that had done <laughs> that, it would have been a problem. Yeah, of course. Um, Cam, what's your thing? If you had to buy one thing at concessions, what are you getting? This was another thing we answered on our uh, bio it's popcorn. things. Yeah, popcorn's the right answer. Popcorn. I mean, it is, of no, course. There's yeah. no question. I don't really care for the AMC like hot foods that they sell. Um, I would rather just get popcorn and act like I, I've always have. That's what I always get at the movies ever since I was a kid. So, um, all right. So, does anybody have anything else that we haven't touched on before we uh, close this episode out? Mm, actually cameron, yes kind think, of basically i think i think cameron's still in th- i think he's still doing research on that ducky thing you told him about yeah it's uh <laughs> it's sad I, I just ruined his night yeah you did. he hasn't said a word <laughs> for like 20 it's minutes sad. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I imagine how I felt finding that out while watching the movie and then having to watch my favorite movie after that with that on my mind. Yeah, right. Huh. Uh, what um, were you going to say, Joel? No, I was going to ask you guys, uh, and I've done this, but I'm curious about your opinions. What do you think about drinking before a film? Oh, oh, yes. Good and I don't mean, ex- I don't necessarily mean excessively, but like, like getting maybe a drink cu- for the movie. Yeah, like taking alcohol into a film or like, like not saying like one drink's going to like impair you where you're like, I don't remember the movie, but like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want there to be any chance that I don't know what's happening in the movie. Like, I'm not going to risk it. You know, like if I someone's like, let's go to a bar beforehand. It's like, I'll just get one drink. That's well, it. I'm stopping that. that. Well, well, now there's so many theaters out there that like you sit down to eat and drink like you're at a restaurant while you Ugh, watch the movie. I hate that shit. Like Alamo Draft House is like that. Uh, Flicks Brew House is like that. Yeah. Um, there's so many of those now. Um, I could take it or leave it. Um, mm-hmm. I would probably, my preference would be to go see the movie and do like the popcorn and soft drink or water or whatever, and then go get a drink after yeah. like, go talk about it. I think that's the better move. Yeah. Um, cause that's what I love. Talk- I love after a movie gets out, the conversations that you have right yeah. after you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always the best. Um, so I can't I- wait for our next episode where we talk about our favorite post movie experiences post movie <laughs> yeah that'll be that'll be a wild time yeah uh, that time i drove home after seeing the movie yeah um but no yeah i can take it or leave it i get why people do it i have family members and friends that only yeah, and I've, to, I've... that only go to the movies if they can get a drink while they're there mm-hmm. um but they're not like huge movie buffs like we are i i'm fine with it i i get the people that like go to mcguffins before the movie and get like a cocktail or a beer or whatever and they sip it throughout the movie but you can only get one at a time, I believe, unless it's like some instance you can get like a bucket or whatever of like of beer. I know I've done that. Yeah, um, yeah. With my stepdad, we've done that when we go to the movies back in Indiana. Um, but yeah, man. Other than, like, no, I'm just a classic popcorn and soft drink Same. guy. I think I might get an, a Slurpee tomorrow. Just, just cause. Yeah, I've been wanting one. What I haven't it? gotten some in a while. I'll isn't tell you guys off air. Isn't July like National Slurpee Month at like yeah, 7-Eleven? Yeah, July 11th. Actually, yeah, but July 11th, you it's free Slurpee Day. Well, yeah, of course. And then they have so what I was gonna say was I I told Sam the other day they have this uh they have this day where it's like bring your own cup day and you could bring like whatever you want as long as it fits through like they have like this hole on the sign it's like as long as your cup fits through that so people bring like Home Depot buckets and stuff. But at five below the other day, they had these plastic cups that were like this big. And I was like, that's like the perfect size. It's like a bit excessive, but not like so much to where I'm like going to waste two gallons of icy, you know, like. That makes sense. Um, All right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's our theater experience episode. Um, Thank you so much to everybody coming to listen to this one shout out to the yes. three of us having a fun episode shout out to the guy in the amc preview that used to throw his popcorn in the air i hope you come back one day because the movie theater experience hasn't been the same without you um go ahead i just no i was just gonna say too like we didn't really acknowledge this but people are probably wondering like we will be doing joker uh next oh, week yeah. i know yeah. we had said like this week would be joker well, uh, but I, we... I had i had purposely said at the end of the last episode that we may have something in between because that could happen from time to time yeah and we just want to make sure that we give joker its due diligence because we think this is going to be a big one especially cameron he's been waiting on this for a while so yeah. Yeah. uh joker okay. coming soon we were busy big grown boys this past week so yes <laughs> oh yeah 
big grown you. boys. That's Ryan's favorite line. Ryan's I think like, from, I'm from, a big grown boy now. Of all the stuff in the MCU, that's his favorite. It's the MDCU. Stop nah. that. MCU. Stop that. Um, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's call it on this one. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Of course, you can gonna always co- find us. No, sorry. What? No, <laughs> I. No, that was. I just like stuttered for a second. Okay. We're gonna um, call it. Yeah, we're gonna call it. Uh, call it. You, you can, of course, always check us out at Refund Pod on all the social platforms. Check us out on our Instagram. We always have some fun little things we're doing on there, especially on our stories. Um, and then, of course, to listen to the show, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Thank you all so much. We'll see you next week. <laughs>